Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Joining me today is Stephen Rue. What's up? Brian Malkowitz. Hello. And I'm your host, Destin Legary. On today's show, we're going to be talking about the revelry. We're going to be talking about what happened with Arc Week. It's all fixed now, but some stuff went down. We're going to be talking about things done well in other games that we think Destiny could learn from. And uh, we'll talk just a, a briefly about the comic book that was revealed this week. So... It might be a little bit of a shorter episode. There's not a ton going on this week. Mm-hmm. Are you guys? You guys played today? Yeah, uh, Stephen, you did the Zer bounty. I, I, I want to talk about not what happened at the bounty, but the bounty construction itself, because I'm very frustrated <laughs> with the, the hive? fact that it requires hive on Mercury. What are there, you doing? I mean, there's there's a mission. There's a mission. There's one mission, which and, is fine. And you know what? You know what's happening. Everybody's just queuing in the tree of probabilities over and over and over yeah, again. Yeah. So you get in there and you're at the end of it or you're in the middle of it and you don't get any hive. How – like, come on. Yeah. Thankfully, I got all nine in one mission. Yeah. But you only got seven, you get all right? nine I, in one I got, what, I got what, seven. So my only recourse is to I don't know. Which adventure had all three of them? No, no, no. All nine hive. Oh, all nine hive. Yeah. yeah I got all nine hive in, in the bug in the bug in the system. I, I think, the name think of the that's what it's called. Yeah. 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 That's where I got all mine. Destin got so, seven. I got seven. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah, so it's annoying. So I need two, literally two drops. You could, yeah, you could and just. And I have to keep going to Tree of Probabilities and probably get Hive, I maybe. See what one you the did time. there. Um, come on. Like, this is just such a stupid thing. It yeah. was never tied to a system before. You tie it to the smallest planet with the fewest amount of enemies located on it. Don't do that. Uh, We'll talk about the quest for reward later, later in the show, but let's actually get into the news. I, I was just doing it before the show. I had to get it off my chest right away. Please <laughs> don't do that again, Bungie. Anyway, now that I, my crying is out of the way, as the commenters will say, let's talk about the revelry. The revelry is on the way next week. We're going to have a new fusion primary. It's mm-hmm. going to be an exotic. It is called linear fusion. Arc Ballist. Arbalist. Arbalist. And it's a yeah, linear fusion, correct. not just regular fusion. <clears throat> yes. Sounds sounds good to me. Are you excited about that? Um, for the revelry or for the fusion rifle? Well, so they're redoing the same thing that they did in Halloween. It's all flowery now. Yeah. yeah. And it sounds like you're going to be largely doing the same thing. You can go to – you can get armor sets. You can get ornaments for the armor sets that are larger based on – uh, how many pieces of gear you have equipped, or how much inaugural revelry or vernal growth armor yeah. you have equipped. Um, and, yeah, I think the exotic fusion is cool. It begins April 16th, which is next week, and ends on May 7th. So and it's available for all for players, which is nice. Yeah, not just for So is Arc Week. Is it? <laughs> which we'll talk about soon. <laughs> is Arc Week available for all players? Patch notes the update. Patch notes the event. <laughs> Patch notes the event. 
I'm really salty about Destiny this week. <laughs> yeah. I can, uh, I can say Arc that. week is really boring, and then you come out with the Zer thing. No cutscene again this week, um, and you you tie it to a, an enemy faction that is literally in one adventure, and then randomly generates. It's just an annoyance. Definitely not going to run it on all three characters. Don't tie it to a plan. I That's silly. Haven't done any of Zer bounties on my other characters, so. But you can you one Zer nice bounties, thing that they yeah. did is you can just get them all. So. Can you? Yeah, so I'm pretty your, sure. Oh, okay. I'm pretty that. sure you can just get them all at once, right? So you don't have to like no. Wait week a, week isn't there you. a bug if you don't finish it? You you can't get the second week. Oh, that sucks. I don't remember how it works. But anyway, that's the thing. You can you can catch up eventually. Yeah. yeah. I'm just doing it on my Titan. Um, Revelry, lightly excited. Here's some of the stuff that I wrote down. You're going to generate more orbs. Mm-hmm. They rework the haunted forest. There's five bosses to defeat. Reveler's Tonic, filled with Reveler's Essence from boss kills in the forest or other activities. The three tonics can cool down grenade, melee, or class ability. There's a new armor set with new ornaments. Eva will have five weekly bounties that award armor as a powerful drop. Essence can be turned in for rewards like enhancement cores, thankfully. Ornaments, world drops. They mentioned world drops. I didn't understand the context. Uh, Ornaments will grow. We talked about that. Talked about the exotic. Bright Engrams doubled. Yay! No, that, well, that, <laughs> that just means you're getting two. Yeah, you're, you're getting, getting well, you're getting the normal uh, yeah um, engram that you're getting and the for Game of Prime's yeah. update. Stan- plus you know, the standard event. stuff. Yeah, I actually really like what they're doing with the ornaments. Mm-hmm. Uh, ornaments positive, yeah, because I think they grow in yeah they grow in size depending on how much of the revelry armor you have, which is pretty cool. They've never done anything mm-hmm. like that before. That could be foreshadowing into something they do in the future. Uh, yeah, but the ornaments look really cool. They have like deer antlers or whatever, but yeah, very foresty, uh, yeah. animal inspired. Yeah, uh, I dig the ornamentation. I still think it looks a little like grandma's pajamas, as I've said a few times on the show. But yeah, are are you guys still for it? I don't mean to bring I'm, I'm the whole it. show down. Yeah, I'm the the thing I'm kind of excited about, like, is not for the event itself, but for like, I know we want to go into it later about like what Destiny can learn from other games. Yeah. Um, but this is kind of like a step in the direction for for Destiny having an having a mode like like the rifts in Diablo three or mm-hmm. the underground in the division. Uh, Division One, they don't have it too, but Ooh. we can we can talk about that more later when you want to get to that. No, I mean that, like that, that point. Of- Revelry's on the way. It's going to have armor and a fusion, and it's a rework of the Harrowing. I don't mm-hmm. really have much more to say about it than that. Just like with Arc Week, mm-hmm. uh, Arc Week came out, and it's basically it, I joke, but it's just a patch. It Nothing is. significant is happening. There's some mm-hmm. arc focused bounties at yeah. Vanguard, and I think this is largely because Bungie needs a buffer between now and Season of Opulence. Which I believe Season of Opulence was developed by Vicarious Visions, correct? Uh, I do I not have no clue. Don't quote me on that, but I, I'm pretty sure they mentioned their swan song coming down the road. And rumor has it that we're going to get another seasonal pass. And I think all of this is them buffering so that they can double down on Destiny 3 and make Destiny 3 a better experience. Which is fine. If they're, if they're doing mm-hmm. that and they're putting like 90% of their resources into making Destiny 3 a game that we all want at launch, mm-hmm. then that's fine. It's fine. It makes this show hard to do. It does. <laughs> well, didn't, yeah. didn't Fireteam Chat go on a hiatus once after, like, there was just, a, like, a huge We might do little... it again. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it's this light, even CJ's like, nothing's – what are we going to talk about this week? CJ's yeah. actually out with his family this week, uh, met his dad. That's why I'm actually kind of surprised that the revelry is as soon as it is mm-hmm. because what are we getting between the revelry and 
Seasonal opulence. And seasonal opulence. I know that it's June. Um, so this, like this event ends like early May, so that we have like a month yeah. of pretty much nothing going they, on in Destiny. When is Guardian Con? That's is July. that in June? July, I think. Is it in July? I think it's July. Yeah. Well, they, they, they tease the big reveal. They there. tease that they're gonna. Yeah, they, they tease they're gonna reveal something. It'll probably be Con. probably be whatever the September content drop is. Mm-hmm. I doubt it'll be three. Yeah. yeah, Destiny Three. I doubt it's going to be. That. We'll see. Yeah, it, it seems like it's they're, be since they're light. since they're on their own now. They're not tied to like a, a specific time to release a game, so they can take yeah. as much time as they want. Arc yeah. Week was briefly terrible. Uh, Zer was rewarding the PlayStation exclusives, so they I locked down all the it. pinnacle weapons, and, or they locked that down. You did not get it. I did not get the PS exclusive. Uh, what's it called? Way Splitter. Splitter? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but if you, even if you did, they've disabled it. Yeah, they disabled and, uh, it. You, so you still you have keep it, it and once it's available mm-hmm. on other platforms, yeah, then, yeah. You, yeah. then you can use it. I did not do the Pinnacle Weapon glitch. Yeah, they shut down Pinnacle Weapons because apparently you could repeatedly acquire them and get enhancement cores. Hey, here's yeah. an idea. Instead of disabling Pinnacle Weapons, <laughs> disable <laughs> enhancement core requirements. How about that? I saw Problem s- solved. I think I saw someone with 15 sna- – 15, 15 stacks of 999 enhancement cores. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. If if I if I had known about the glitch, which I didn't, I probably would have exploited yeah. it too. Just when, when I found out, it was already patched. Yeah. De- Destiny 2 is going to cycle out of rotation. Destiny 3 is going to come here, and we're still going to have enhancement cores. It is going to be the special ammo of Destiny 2. <laughs> this will be the legacy of Destiny 2. Remember when uh, special <laughs> ammo boxes popped up in Destiny 1? It's just dumb. And I hope it goes away forever. And Man, I am super salty this week. I hope you didn't come in for a cheery show because uh, I'm just – I feel like you're I'm like really... salty most weeks in our <laughs> Yeah, probably. I'm really frustrated this week. It's like the enhancement core thing isn't being addressed. They're sticking with it. So great. We're going to have enhancement cores for the continuation of the life cycle of Destiny. They're still old armor sets that they're probably going to bring back in Season of Opulence. We yeah. already saw the old raid sets sort of teased. Yeah, It's just like they do cool things and then they take them away and then they do a cool thing and then they take it away. And it's just it's a frustrating loop to be stuck in. So let's talk about things that they could learn from other games that maybe they're sort of utilizing now but could utilize better. And Brian, you had some interesting ones that I hadn't thought of um, yeah uh, so what it is it goes kind of go back it goes back to when curse of osiris was being like the the content of curse of osiris was being leaked yeah um and the contents of the infinite forest was supposed to be like a randomly generated like yeah. game mode and it turned out to not be that at all yeah yeah um so it, i always wanted from that moment i always wanted destiny to have some sort of um greater rift or nephilim rift system that diablo 3 has where it's just this infinitely like grindable mode that just is just loot runs mm. um in the division the division added something like that in, a, in an underground update um later on. where later later on like a few months after the release of the game which was awesome because it, it was just it's kind of just like a mindless loot run and you're just mm-hmm. it's just randomly generated areas and then you you just go for loot that's really cool. You know, that's something that kind of. I feel like Destiny could definitely do something like that. Yeah, like just so. Well, they sort of have it with the forges. It's not infinite. Yeah, no, it's yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah it, it is infinite. It, it's infinite in a, in, in, a, in a certain way. But <laughs> I, what I mean by like with with the way that the division and Diablo handled it, it was in you weren't chasing anything specific. You're just you're just going roles. there, and you're just you're just you're just whatever loot you get is what you yeah. get, and then you just use you use those to just like build cool sets and. Things like that. So the division yeah. 
ability to swap perks is something that Destiny desperately needs. Imagine, oh, like you mean the recalibration? Exactly. That, yeah, I mean they had something like that in D one, right? I mean you didn't burn a piece of gear to you add your it. You you burned your moats and other materials mm-hmm. to randomly generate, which I think it might be a better system. A roll them? Maybe I don't know. You mean for hey. exotics, right? No, no, no they had a recalibration system banner. for you. They had a recalibration system where you could take. Moats. Moats of light and I think other materials. And, and re-roll legendaries? Re-roll. Yeah, like yeah. I would sit at wow. the thing and – How do I not remember this? God, what was the – what was like not a Felwinter's Lash? I wanted, I think, I wanted Timmer's Lash. I think it was the – Oh, Hank you Cannon. mean for Iron Banner? Yep. It wasn't just Iron Banner guns that, that would uh, – I could remember re-roll. Iron Banner. You could re-roll anything, wasn't it? Pretty sure it was just Iron Banner. But it was awesome. And then they got rid of it. I feel like so I it's another example of adding something cool and then taking it away. We have nothing to use gunsmith materials on except for the scrapper bounties, which are – Somewhere. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> They're coming. Which, anyway. Uh, I really, really think that having a perk-type system, the way the Division Two perk system works, for example, is, like, you have a talent, you have, a, an ar- uh, like, some other perks on each piece of weapon and armor, right? And what you can do is you can say, all right, well, I got a duplicate of this thing. But in Destiny, the way it would work is like instead of having primary ammo finder, ooh, I want to swap that out for special ammo finder. And there is a finite number of things in the vision that you can swap out to. But basically you can, for an expensive fee, craft gear the way that you want precisely. Yeah. yeah. But it works the same way I think in uh, it does in, in Diablo in the division that when you – I don't – you can't recalibrate multiple perks, Slots. right? So like if you if you take one perk – and you recalibrate it and you consume the piece of armor that it has on there, then you don't you can't re you know, re roll another perk on that piece of armor. I believe you're correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like yeah. that's it the, works the same that's way. That's the like, slot you can re roll and it costs more every time you do it. Right, right. And yeah, it's an expensive thing to do, but that's how you get to gear score five fifteen. I believe five fifteen is the cap right now. Is it? I'm like I five hundred. I'm like five oh four. Oh, I guess I'm on that. I haven't so, I haven't gotten yeah. to the over the cap yet, so I don't know. But they got a raid coming on the 25th. You know what? That's actually a great topic. Let's talk about how much – well, sorry, Stephen. Go ahead. Did you have any ideas from other games that Destiny could have done well? No, actually, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Just transmog. Like, But they, there's, like, so many variants that you could do. Like, you could do the recalibration like- thing. You could do the whole take all the perks of this armor at, but just make it look like a different set of armor. There's, like – I don't know. There's so many different ways they can go about it, and I'm sure they're working on it behind the scenes. Like For they- Destiny, sorry. Yeah, like they know we don't like big changes aren't coming to Destiny Two anymore. I don't think. Yeah, like, I, I think Destiny Two is largely locked. We'll get like season yeah. of Opulence. They, they'll have interesting events for us. I hope. Well, there's I, that. There's that. There's that rumor of the next season or yeah. annual pass. Yeah, so. being more substantial. Well, I mean, this, what I mean by big changes, this I mean has been a problem since day one of Destiny One. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I like the way I look, but these perks don't do anything. Or, well, back in Destiny One, it was like. I have way too much discipline now, but I love the way I look, or I have too much intellect. I, I have to use this other set of armor to look the way I want, but to still have the, what was it, tier 12? Oh, yeah, tier 12. Uh, yeah, tier 12. 5-5 five, five, Intellect, discipline. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. The other one. It's always been a problem, and I'm sure they they know about it. But that's my two cents on the whole situation. Yeah, because my, my Titan, look, my Warlock is fairly okay right now, but my Titan looks just awful. You know, because I'm just I'm at that point where I'm like because I got my warlock to 700, but my titan is still grinding up, so I just, just all bad. Slap and I don't want to I don't want to you know burn shaders or anything. I try to make them look shaders. somewhat uh, <laughs> somewhat uniform. Yeah. So another game, believe it or not, Anthem. 
I think Bungie could learn from Bold. a little bit Bold. with one one system in Anthem that is really, really interesting, uh-huh. the combo system. Being able to prime somebody with electricity and then detonate into a fire explosion. Sure. Now, Bungie actually has a few weapons that tried to lean into this, Maya yeah. and Maya Mini. Mm-hmm. They have Sturm and Drang, Sturm and Drang mm-hmm. which are actually kind of cool. And unfortunately, I don't think they really, really went into it. A lot of DPS dealing, like the Warlock, you'll punch enemies to, for the damage buff. Oh, and then Titan's little point. shoulder charge with melting yeah. point. So they, they have it, but there's no combo type system and i think that would be really really interesting to have some sort of electrical effect applied to bigger enemies that could then somehow be detonated or exploded i i think that was one cool thing that anthem actually did well yeah Mm -hmm. that i would love to see destiny utilize more because it looks like they had hints of it yeah there's definitely like little variants of it but i i this always goes back to the whole pvp and pve thing i wonder if it's uh, they're incapable of doing that because of those two like anthem's just strictly (laughs) pve Right, so you don't have to worry about like priming all four people on the other team with electricity, and then you throw one nade and they're all dead. Like Division has versions of it that are light. Yeah. So if Division can do it and they have PvP, yeah, I'm sure but, Destiny can figure but, it out. Division oh, you know what? PvP. You know what else Division is doing? They're doing a PTR. <laughs> Remember Crucible Labs? Yeah, I sure do. <laughs> I don't know the the, the PvP in those Feel like two I'm games in the so PTR different. When I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I don't know. I, it would definitely be a cool ass, uh, facet of the game, but I just feel like it's so hard to balance PvP and PvE in that sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Final thing. So uh, this is actually a topic that, believe it or not, Fran was texting me about. We just kind of started talking about Francis that. Michael, back. Mayor of Beller III. So this, from this the segment, just re- you reminded me when you said something about the raid or we were talking about Season of Opulence. But Division 2 has a very large gap in between when the raid launches and when the content launched, right? I see where you're going with this. <laughs> I know I basically super casualed my way into the end game of Division 2, and I'm I'm there now, and I'm like, ooh, this does a lot of interesting stuff. I'm having a good mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. All right, I get it. Destiny 2 does it a little differently. They have this power climb and a very short window to get there to be able to compete for worlds first in the raid. Yep. So my question is, would you rather have a month and a half in Destiny to prepare for the raid, and I think there's a lot of listeners that would enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Or would you like a much shorter window? Ooh. You can only have one or the other, and we'll Ooh. talk about the middle later. Like, of course, of course, the answer is probably somewhere in between, some shade of gray, so to speak, right? But I want to get your take on this topic in hand. So, Brian, we'll start with you. Which one would you prefer? Um, shorter window or longer window where you're perfecting your build before you go into the encounter so a shorter window doesn't bother me one because i think the the race to finish the raid first was a community created um necessity yeah yeah and it's less on bungie like they released the raid you know in destiny one they released vault of glass what two weeks mm-hmm. what i think it was two weeks right Vault of Glass, why I believe was two weeks after. Two weeks after yeah. after it launched, and like, and most of the time now it's been like three days. But I think that's yeah. because the community has like kind of like pushed back on that and said, "Hey, we want this. Like, you know, we want to race. We want to get. We want to figure this out first. Mm-hmm. We want to be the first one to do yeah. it." And so, like for me, I don't mind. Like, if the raid is launched, if I have, I don't because I don't really care about being the first one in there and figuring it mm-hmm. out. Uh-huh. Um, if so, if the raid is available two days after the game launches. So, 
two doesn't days? Mean, yeah, no, but I'm saying I'm saying yeah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if oh, if, like, it doesn't, if the rate is there. Who you're cares? saying just put it there day one. If if it's there, okay, I don't yeah. have to go do it that yeah. day. I don't need to race to get to the cap so I can go do the raid because yeah. it's available on yeah. the directory. Mm. That doesn't change how I want to play the game. That's interesting. Yeah, because having the the windowed application of having it like a week out. It, it gives just, it, it gives sets people a, a deadline. It sets a deadline and it gives people a sense of urgency because yeah. they know something is coming. But if it's just there, then you're just if it's there, yeah. So Ooh. so either way, it wouldn't I wouldn't care because I'm not I'm not playing Des. I mean, I'm playing Destiny to get to the raid to get to the mm-hmm. end game content. Yeah. Do that, mm-hmm. but I want to do that on my own time and I want to yeah. enjoy the ride yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it's if it's a month out, that's fine because I'm still going to do all the stuff in the meantime. If it's there day one, it's fine. It can sit there until I'm ready for it. Definitely. So that's my take on it. I don't care either way. Steven, what are, what's your thought? Because this you've done the very, raid race. This is I, a very interesting. I'm very interested to hear your perspective. So the question you asked was either have a shorter period of window, which is usually three days, right? Or well, No, it's like a week. Is it for a the week? raid? Like the new content launches, you I get, like you get, a, came, you get didn't, one didn't reset. Last Wish come out? Like, no, so it's like you get one reset, then a few days. Last Wish was not three days later. If only you oh, and you know, it was the raid layers. It was the raid layer. It was the raid, the raid layers. layers wasn't it? I think the raid layers were. Like we got like a week. We got like a weekish for last wish, correct? I think so. We got one reset. Cause I remember all the things were. That's right. Because we got one reset. Yeah. So we got we got like nine reset. days. I think Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So that I don't have an issue with. A lot of people had issue with that sort of windowing with Last Wish, though. Yeah, I couldn't get ready. Short. It was too short. Yes, and I, okay, we had so, the whole debate episode. So, so here's the thing. But I still get emails. About you were the, mean to Andrea. <laughs> here's the thing. Division Two's raise coming out what a month after. More it's than that, the right? The 25th. So Division launched in February. So we're we're nearing. It's it'll like be near May. So. Before. Uh, okay, so let's just say a month and a half or yeah. ish. If you gave Destiny players, the players that actually did care about the raid and complaining at day one, if you gave des- those kind of Destiny players a month and a half, everyone would be max light by then. If mm-hmm. they were diligent and they played every day for like three hours and made sure they did all their milestones, et cetera, et cetera. Everyone would be max light. And then the argument there is everyone's on an even playing field. You don't have to worry about DPS scaling because you're mm-hmm. light. And it's like a more balanced race to the first, right? Mm-hmm. I understand that argument. But at the same time, when you have a raid that comes out that this the the same week of or just a week after a DLC comes out, I I feel like in a sense you're still riding that hype wave, and it feels more exciting that way. Mm-hmm. And this is going to sound elitist, but to those people, and some people just don't have the time to mm-hmm. grind for a week and no life the game. But the people who do no life the game. They're not getting in the top five of every raid race consistently because they had time to know life the game. They're just amazing players. Mm-hmm. If you watch Glad and Giggs and, and Ninji and some of those players play, they do insane things. Their mind works in a way where like 99% of Destiny players, their mind does not work that way. They're efficient in DPS shots. They never miss their black spindle shots or I miss them quite often. shots. <laughs> like they're super efficient. You never have to tell – like you watch them play – they say like minimal things, and everyone knows where they exactly where they're supposed to be. They're just on a different skill mm-hmm. ceiling. Mm-hmm. But because and I feel like this is a culture thing, when you see something that you can't do, and you just you point to a different scapegoat, like 
You know what I'm saying? Like that guy's only good at basketball because he's six five. Well, not only uh, that. No, there's no way it could be because you didn't practice for five yeah, there's, years. There's no way. Like, other. sure, he's six five, but there's no way that him waking up at five a.m. every day and practicing, putting, putting the in time. the work. Exactly. Those players are on a are on a different level. And even if you had a month to prepare and you guys were on the same level, those guys are still going to beat you. Mm-hmm. And I kind of I, I I like the world's first race. If it was available day one and you could just enter no matter what and there wasn't like a starting point, you lose that world's first race. And I think that's a very big part of the desk community. Mm-hmm. So I'm all for the whole one-week windowing thing. If I choose to spend time with my girlfriend, that's my problem. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like right. like uh, you, weren't, you weren't in the top ten, but you were, you were in the top five of getting to Riven, right? Oh, yeah. We were, we were in yeah. the top five, ten to get to Riven. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, but and that's exciting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really like, cool to be there for those. Yeah, moments. that's a like, really cool moment, and I don't think Bungie should ever get rid of that. Twenty four oh two, like when they yeah. solved the puzzle in the raid in D one. Yeah. I was there in that moment, and that was really cool. To, yeah, like here's the thing: to like, be part of those things. Datto didn't get the didn't get the first twenty four hours. He got twenty four oh two, but it's like you see his videos. He puts in so much time and yeah. effort, and the way he thinks yeah. is on a different level than most Destiny players. The players who are complaining about it. Like oh I don't have enough time to grind because I have a work I have to, I have a work job blah blah blah. Let's be honest, you probably are not on that level regardless, you know. So, what what would Sean say? Sean would be I think Sean think was on the get good side. Yeah, you would say she'd be on the get good, <laughs> yeah. good side. Yeah, for you sure. either you either, and that, you that either phrasing, have or you don't. You know that phrasing get good is about hey are you going to put in the time? Do you have the wherewithal to put in the time necessary to be able to compete. No, that's okay. Yeah. You can just do it at your own leisure. But there are people out there that are willing to do that or have the luxury to be able to do that. And uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. Yeah. No, I, d- I don't agree. And especially with Last Wish. What was what was the light level require or uh so the so if what I was the light if I recall start, correctly started at like six fifty, right? For and it scale five fifty. Sorry. Like, I think it was wasn't it five like five seventy? It was okay, in? so it was recommended five it was recommended five eighty, I think. Yeah, because I like, might be wrong. I think because the last encounters were five ninety. Well we went in, in the five twenties to forties, I think. Yeah, and you're like, no, no, right, I remember your right, team right, was around 540 to 550. But here's the thing: not that, Teddy. Teddy was in the 30s. Some of the guys Teddy might have been lower, but some of the guys were lower, which is weird because yeah, Teddy's always like, but he only has one character. But here's the thing: that raid, not the thing worked. I really liked about the Last Wish, it didn't feel more of a DPS thing. Sure, like if you were higher, you could survive another sniper shot, or you could do more DPS. But that. That raid felt like even if you were at like 540 to 550 at the end, as long as you perfected and executed flawlessly, you could you could have still done it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's why I loved Last Wish. Yeah, it's kind of like the whole uh, debate the internet's having about Sekiro. Like, yes, it's a hard game, but as long as you understand the combos and the counters and all that, you can perfect it and do it. Right. That that debate morphed into something absolutely different than what. You've the comment, nothing. I think, is yes. absolutely And here's, here's another yeah. thing going back to the skill level of players like Glad and Dado and stuff like that. If you handicapped them and made them 540 for that last encounter, they could still do it. Yeah, right? for sure. Whereas players who couldn't do it at 540, they would point to that as the reason that they couldn't do it. But those players, they could still do it at 540. Mm-hmm. So here's my take, and I think my answer might surprise you. Mm-hmm. 
Give everybody a month and a half. Sure. Take the longer window. Do you, you want everyone I to do. have a month and a half? But you know what? I want the raid to be as difficult at 700, for example. You it was for me. You want the raid more difficult. At 540. I want a level of precision to be required for the raid because now what's your excuse? Yeah. Oh, I didn't have the time? All right. You well, had a month had, and a half. That's, that's taken away. You no longer have that excuse. You had mm-hmm. a month and a half to get ready for this. Now go in and have that level of difficulty available to all players yeah. and let everybody compete. Sure. Guess what? People aren't going to finish it, and there will be another scapegoat. Oh, I'm not tall enough. Yeah. <laughs> do you, well, think, do you think there's a risk of, of player drop-off by Well, that's by the other thing. That? That's the other thing. Yep. When you have a big DLC come out in Destiny, and if you don't have a rate, and people know that a rate is attached to that DLC, they're expecting that rate within a week or two. Right. If you wait until a month, I feel like the hype level for that raid would die down that's substantially. That's on, honestly, because to be honest with you, that's how I'm feeling about yeah. Division. Yeah. Because I, I, I've I gotten to World Tier 5 in the Division 2, and I haven't gotten to max level, and I'm assuming that the rate is going to be up there, you know, around 500 yeah. And like I'm You're not 500 yet. I'm not 500 yet. I mean, you could hop um, in with me now and I can just dump gear to you. Yeah, yeah, you could. And, yeah. For sure. Um but the problem is is I've I've I'm, you know, I started out here with yeah. the vision and now I'm just tapering off in my level that's, of care. Yeah, that's the thing. So and if like, the raid was available. Destiny does this really special thing when they do come out with big mm-hmm. DLCs like Forsaken and uh, Taken King. There's that there's like that rush to grind and hit that raid. Mm-hmm. The problem with Destiny is what happens after that. That's where people. That's start where people start. Off. Well, start people start to complain about the uh, the lack of content lack because everybody's burned through it but in the that, first week. That, it's, it's a large reason why yeah. I'm so frustrated about the revelry yeah, yeah. and arc exactly. week. And it's just kind of like I want to celebrate destiny, yeah. and these aren't giving me compelling reasons to yeah. celebrate destiny. That, but that first week or two is so special. That's one of my favorite moments, like time windows of destiny. Yeah. But you do come up with a good point. If you gave everyone the time to get to max light and everyone mm-hmm. was on the same light level for a raid that raid has to be difficult yep right mm-hmm. like it, yeah like here's the thing people can do last wish in like 15 minutes now because you don't have to worry about dying or you can just mow through light level but my in my opinion the best raids in destiny are the ones where you don't really focus on dps like you do have to do efficient dps mm-hmm. but they're more about executing yep. for instance uh for instance um crota People couldn't do it unless you hit 31, I believe, right? Like you had to have someone one above. Because I remember what do you wor- mean? Uh, like light for, level 31. Light someone, level 31. The, the person with the sword had to be light level 31. Right. Because everyone in DPS. I don't think, no, because you, the maximum you, when Frodo came out was 32, right? It was 32, but. I feel like if someone's 31, that's The majority of people went in on 30. I remember the world's first team had a team of six. And a person who was on standby. Yeah. The person on standby, instead of doing the raid, was grinding, got to 31, and they switched him out. And the, he was a sword bearer, and that's how they did it. I remember reading that interview. It was like 21 or whatever. It was yeah, yeah. the one light level up. Yeah, that one light level up made that much of a difference in DPS. Those raids, they're not I, – I, I don't think that's good raid design. What's good raid design is like Riven. Like mm. – you gotta you gotta do enough DPS to do it in four phases, mm-hmm. but you also have to worry about the eyes. You have to worry about once you got cluster bombs. Yeah, cluster. Yeah. <laughs> well, that that was later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, sure. Like those, when you have to do the optimal DPS and mechanics, those are my favorite raids. Absolutely. Yeah. You guys remember when Destiny used to drop content and they would only raise the light by two? 
<laughs> Destiny's gone through a lot of different oh iterations. A lot of different iterations of yeah. leveling. I think they have some fine-tuning. You know what? I came in super salty, but talking about the raid again, man, just reminded me about why I love Destiny. Yeah. As, mu- as many bad things and frustrating things of Destiny there are, there are so many things, like, things yeah. like that secret sauce that Destiny always has that no other game has even come close to. That reminded me of what you just said like earlier when you were saying like the first two weeks of a content drop in Destiny are like it's, very, it's my favorite it's part special. of any video game. Because I remember like when, yeah. when Forsaken dropped dude, like you were like in awe in a lot of times. It's you know, so I, I would sit back and watch it and you're just like dude, a Dreaming City is amazing. Yeah, it's, it's my favorite cool. part of any That was video my game. mouse and keyboard uh, <laughs> <laughs> invitation. For- Anyways, um, so that's that kind of that 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 feeling right there is what worries me about the fact that we're probably not getting a big content drop in September and mm-hmm. we're getting a new season pass. Yeah. Because when a season pass content drops, it's not like this cool new thing that we're doing. It's just here's this new activity that you're probably yeah. going to be doing, but we don't get this big content drop where we have like this week and a half of just like innocence and where everything is new and we're like, what is going on? Yeah. What are we working towards right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, so you, know, you get none of that with Black Armory, with Gambit Prime. I think my three favorite like I guess the word is feelings of destiny that it's ever given me is the first time I saw someone wear an exotic that I've never seen before because yeah. there were no data miners then. And <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that, was, that, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then the first time I went into vault, I went into vault thinking this is just a long strike. And then once I fe- like realized oh. what was happening, I was like, dude, this is the coolest thing I've ever done. <laughs> and the dreaming city, the dreaming city is honestly one of the coolest things I think Bungie's ever done. The yeah. way it opens up, the way it opens yeah. up, but like, not just that, but it's just the curse cycle. But it's the whole, yeah, it's the whole curse cycle. It's, this, in there. it's a whole another destination that could serve as its own like little DLC, mm-hmm. and you can only get there after you yeah. beat everything else. It's kind of like what Division uh, Division does with the what's it called, Black Husks or whatever. Black oh, Husk. like yes, the yes, end game tr- like drastically changes, and it's a big size of content, right? Yeah. Once you get to the end game, well, it's six hours if you just yeah yeah, yeah yeah that's basically pretty impressive. basically what happens in division is you have your world you clear out all the main bad guys mm-hmm. but then the big bads show up mm-hmm. and they're like we're taking it all back over yeah you got to kill us now and they have interesting new archetypes that you have to fight against yeah. like I think robot that's, uh, i think that's, gadgets yeah. and i think that's drones. a really cool way to do an end game yeah, for sure mm-hmm. and then as you clear out each section that's how you get to work yeah, that's one, two, that's three, that's four. how i felt that that right there is how i felt when the taking king dropped and your water's uh, terrifying me the whole show. When the Taken King dropped and like the Taken just invade the solar system. Yeah. That's how I felt. Like that, that same feeling like when the blast tusk comes in. It's like they just take over everything and everything changes. Yeah. And so I, I guess to harp on your earlier topic about what could Destiny do that other games do, when the beta first came out of Destiny One, do you remember we could patrol EDZ and there mm-hmm. were the the patrol missions that you could do? Mm-hmm. Like Go scan this, clear things out. Yeah. And then every time you finished it, it would like there would be dialogue like, oh, okay, sending these sending these back to the tower, sending this back to Icor, this is mm-hmm. really gonna help us out. When I first played the beta and I heard that, I would always go back to the tower and be like, Okay, where's all the crap that I did? Like Yeah. And I would always be like and then it after a oh, couple hours. They lied in, to me. Yeah, after a couple hours <laughs> in, I'd be like, Oh, I'm just getting XP points. This isn't actually helping the tower. But in division it actually drastically affects and opens up parts mm-hmm. of your home base, and you can see like supply envoys on the map. Oh, so you're and talking all that about too, like right? the tower being having mm-hmm. some sort of base building. I, mechanic. Yeah, in Destiny Three, I would love for whatever you do in the open world to actually affect your homes, uh, home base. Yeah. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, 
Like, like you get somebody's like, hey, here's a bunch of glimmer. Yeah, like there's a bunch of side missions, <laughs> and like you do a bunch of side missions. Here's for some like, enhancement course for all your help. Basically, yeah. what we've always wanted. We want, we want, we want Destiny to like go full RPG. If you're supposed to be the guardian, thanks of the for last... helping out. You can spend your <laughs> your your gun materials yeah. to if, buy bounties and if, go do more. If stuff. If you're supposed to be the guardian of the last city on Earth, and you go out into the universe and kill baddies or do things for missions, I want that to be reflected on the last city Earth for sure. Um, so there was a comic release this week. It was sort of stealth released. It, mm-hmm. It's just a story of Cade, basically. There's, yeah, I don't know anything. There's some about stuff that. in there. I heard basically, about this. somebody on Twitter did tweet at me. Thank you very much. And they said uh, there was a Siva-based character there who was an outcast. So it was sort of interesting to see Siva reintroduced. Character. Remember Siva? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How it was there, and now it's not mentioned ever again. Well, that's there's some. There's some. Like, I think that's the reason why we're not allowed in the EDZ, right? Yeah, yeah, because it, quarantined. It, I would not love EDC, it. Uh, no, sorry, uh, the Cosmodrome. The Cosmodrome. Yeah, yeah, I would love it. Quarantined. They explored that, except for in that one mission where we are allowed in the EDZ. Oh, in the Cosmodrome. Oh, yeah. Lord. But there's a story <laughs> behind that. Like Amanda Holiday, I think, is like breaks the quarantine and like mm-hmm. sneaks you in there or something. Yeah. yeah. Bro, I killed them all. I killed <laughs> them all. The Destiny will kill them again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Steve, the Zerb bounty. The Zerb bounty. What happened this week? Okay, so there's a cutscene. So here's, there's not a cutscene. Oh, oh, not a cutscene. It's the it's a standard. You go, you yeah. do the you do the quest, you, and then you go and listen. You listen to, to somebody talk, dude. It's tough understanding what they're saying. Yeah, is that just me? No, they had the audio separated left like and right. The, Stephen and I were trying to listen at the same time. Like the nine, and then I'm all salty. It's tough. I'm all salty. Well, he was doing capture. Yeah, right, yeah. If, for people who don't know, when you capture video for the internet consumption, you're not supposed to have subtitles on because it looks same. cleaner. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I had to like listen to it a bunch of times over and over again, and I might be wrong, but it's weird because so my character's a female, and they were talking about they kept saying she and her. And I and I un, I couldn't tell if they were talking about the queen or they're talking about me. But mm-hmm. it's really interesting because I think the nine they ask what does she want. Mm-hmm. So uh, initially I was like, oh, they're talking about the queen again. But then the emissary says power, and right when she says power, you get the loot drop. Yeah. So I was like, it's oh, like the wait, first thing she says. She talk- what does she want? Power. Yeah. So and I was the like, it, drops. are they talking about me as mm-hmm. the guardian? And then the nine says like I don't understand, blah blah. blah. And then the emissary keeps saying like. She's the most powerful being like that you can't understand. And then she says something cheeky. She says, she's so powerful, she could leave the game altogether. And I was like, mm. does that like literally mean like, is that breaking the third wall? Like, like turn off the game? Is that what they're talking about? <laughs> go outside, game now, everybody. Go, go outside. Do, some, do something. It's bungee hinting. Again. Like, yeah. please go do something else yeah. while we make Destiny 3, please. <laughs> and then they kept, the nine keeps saying, I don't understand. I don't understand. So I was just like, mm. So it's either I missed something about the queen or they're, like, talking about me as the guardian or us as the guardian. And when they said, like, she could literally leave the game if she wanted to, I was like, oh, I could leave the game if I wanted to. Like, oh, yeah, you're right. What if it's Ooh. all just a game? It's a simulation. <laughs> you're actually it's in real. a simulation. Yeah. You're but actually in a tree of probabilities yeah. where Hive actually spawns. We never left and, the but, forest. And, and I do <laughs> think they were talking about us because mm-hmm. on the Zer bounty itself, it's the, the text is, like, and you, or something like that, mm. in caps. Yeah, it's on my you as, as an us. So maybe the oh, that, was, that was interesting. Your life, dude. Where are the cutscenes? I want a cutscene. Yeah, <laughs> I thought. What are, are we? Are sure. we way five in? We are. They said there's more cutscenes. One, two. I think we're. Yeah, five. That should be the fifth one, right? Yeah. So if yeah. that's the fifth one, I don't. I have a. I have a feeling that this is the last one is the only other we'll one with a cutscene, or well, maybe the one before the last. The last one. one's like a half an hour long cutscene. Then I'm okay. all for it. I, would, I wouldn't <laughs> expect go. much for it, yeah. uh, considering 
the nature of yeah, this. I think, I think what about all right, all right, all right. Good job, Guardian cutscene ends. <laughs> <laughs> it's just reuse cutscene of him. Just and then it's him around. in the tower, just standing, doing the canned animations, talking to you. And then the and then the prince comes in and. You'll get another really salty Destin episode if, the, <laughs> if that's what it is. But I, I yeah. think they have something. So a normal episode of Fireteam Chat. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's, that's everything we really had to talk about this week. Except for one thing. Yeah. I guess, yeah. So <laughs> oh, this potentially might be my last episode. Dep- Where, what? Depending on if we film next week. So either this will be my last episode, but I do think we're going to film early next week, hopefully. So that will be my last episode. But this is just a heads up. He's not leaving IGN. I'm not leaving IGN, but I am yeah. leaving this Arm. this side of IGN, the content side, if you will, going into a different side of IGN. But I will no longer Far be in away. San Francisco, so which makes doing FTC in San Francisco impossible. Yeah. So I, I don't think this will be the last episode. I think next week might be the last episode, but I'm sure I'll be in SF on a Friday eventually, and we could do another one. But it was a pleasure working with you guys. Yeah, you've been an amazing addition, not yeah. only to the content team. Thank you. I appreciate Our team. Awesome. Yeah. But it's, also the show. Yeah. It's been great. The show is actually, like, one of my favorite things about my job. And, no, our job is not just FTC. No, it's – this is, like, probably 1%. Really less less than 5% <laughs> yeah. of what we do Less here than 5% of show. what we do. But, yeah, this – dude, talking about a game that we love that we've been playing for five years, I've literally met everyone on the show because of Destiny. Mm-hmm. I've literally met – I have literally am in IGN because of Destiny somehow. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. Uh, and shout-out to anyone at Bungie who watches our show. Uh, you guys created something amazing. I know it sounds like we hate this game sometimes, but – this game we wouldn't have the show if we hated it. This game has literally changed our lives for better, uh, yeah. and and I will always forever hold Destiny special to my heart. So I appreciate that for sure. Hopefully, we can record a little early next week. We don't yep. miss anything big, or maybe we'll just like do a little segment. Today. Yeah, just Say it'll goodbye. just be us hugging. Steve well, we can do early because we have the revelry. You know, we yeah, have thoughts. We'll, and we'll be able to talk about stuff the like that. Yeah, so. it'll be us doing HR violations C- such as hugging. CJ will be right here. Somewhere will he? <laughs> yeah, he'll be here. <laughs> no, he'll probably he'll be right there uh, in between right you two. He always yeah. sits right there. Yeah, right. Well, uh, that's it for this episode. Thank you for everything, Stephen. And of course, thank you. You're welcome back. It's just the thank whole you. thing with being in LA. But you're going to be up here again for yeah, projects. Yeah. This is not goodbye. Work. It's a long hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see how how long you hate it up there, and then we'll see when you come back. We'll see. <laughs> for sure. Well, that's it for this episode, everybody. Until next time, Guardians, Guardians out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. 
That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.